Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. This is episode number 283 featuring the girl with the tree tattoo.com. What most inspires you to develop your dancing? It's May 10th, 2021, and we have a Mindful Monday episode here for you at Dance Tips Daily. Taking a little moment to pause to ask ourselves why we're working as hard as we are, or maybe why we aren't, is a great exercise not only to check in with yourself and your goals and making sure that we're dancing in the right direction, but also it presents an opportunity to think of who inspires you and maybe if we want to start surrounding ourselves with either more of their work or if they're a teacher to be in more of their classes. Whatever the case may be, today's blog gives you a perspective from one of our authors, Katie Flashner, aka the girl with the tree tattoo. And she wrote this during November. So here in California, we were in a pretty strict lockdown. Maybe you can relate no matter what part of the world or country that you're in. No matter what dance style we're in or what part of the world or what our view is, I think we all have more in common than what we realize sometime. So as I read today's blog to you, I'd like for you to look at what you might have in common with Katie. When we can look through the lens of commonality, I think it's a little bit easier to understand different points of views as well as be kind to others who might not think the same way you do. And I think we could all use a little bit of kindness here on this Mindful Monday. Without further ado, let's dance on into our blog, What Most Inspires You to Develop Your Dancing. I've been staring at my computer, drinking tea, scribbling stream of consciousness thoughts on paper, and scrolling Instagram all to find that one thought will spark the idea for this week's blog post. Finally, I decided to ask for help. Thank you, Christina, for your response in the form of a question that finally got me typing. What most inspires you to develop your dancing? This question meshes well with the ponderings bouncing around my head this morning. I've written a lot this year about the effects that the pandemic has had on my dance journey, specifically my motivations for continuing to dance and my quest to discover a deeper sense of purpose in my performances. Performance opportunities are limited, though, and the present-day competitions and showcases can feel like a stubborn grip on the past rather than a step forward into the future. I have no doubt that the U.S. will win the, in quotes, most epic fail award by the end of this pandemic, and I struggle to define the goals that feel appropriate to this chapter of my dance journey and that would keep me moving forward in such an environment. Part of me wants to compete to be out on the floor again dancing full out for myself and my audience. Another part of me feels like holding an event like a ballroom competition right now is ignorant and disrespectful of the situation we're in. Then there are these virtual showcases. I'm preparing for my second one right now. Showcases are more project-specific goals as opposed to longer-term growth goals. You learn and rehearse a specific routine, perform it, and then you move on. 
For me, they are fun diversions, but don't provide the deeper fulfillment or purpose I'm seeking in my dancing. This particular one, however, is serving a secondary purpose of practicing management of my social anxiety since the routine is a group number and I have to spend time with six other people. I questioned whether this group performance was another example of being ignorant of our current situation. Yes, we're all wearing masks. The routine is very low intensity, so we don't end up breathing hard, which makes the six-foot guideline pointless. I justified my personal participation by noting that I only leave my apartment to either go to the dance studio or to go to my physical therapy appointments. I'm still staying home as much as possible to limit my exposure and potentially becoming an unaware carrier. Still... I realized pretty quickly at the beginning of the pandemic that external goals like competitions would not suffice as inspiration or motivation to keep up my dance training. I had to find that push within myself. This year during the pandemic, I found inspiration in exploring and developing the connection with my own body. After an online ballet bar class the other night, I tried once more to lift and develop each leg while focusing on keeping the standing leg's side lengthened like I'm supposed to. For those newer to me, I have a minor obsession with being able to lift my leg high. For a few brief seconds, I felt something slightly different, a smidgen of additional strength and control, and I swear my leg went a touch higher with less than usual struggle. My understanding of how my body was working ticked up a point, and even though it was the tiniest signs of progress, I felt immensely accomplished. It's those little moments of magic that happen out of the spotlight in random places like in front of my bathroom sink. Those are the moments inspiring me this year. Where I take those tiny but significant accomplishments is still to be determined. Ultimately, I write and dance to communicate with the rest of the world. I hope to inspire and encourage others on their own journeys. Dance is a powerful vehicle for making a positive impact. How to best use that vehicle in our current environment is what I'm still trying to figure out. I'll be sure to let you know when I do. Thanks so much to Katie Flashner for giving us permission to share our awesome blog with y'all today. If you enjoyed her writing, make sure you check out our show notes. There's a 5% discount code off of her shop. You can go to the link right there in the show notes. One of my favorite takeaways from the blog today was it's those little moments of magic that happen out of the spotlight in random places like in front of my bathroom sink. Ooh. I love this quote for so many reasons. I think first and foremost, on social media, we're all showcasing, in a way, being in the spotlight. And of course, there's so many magic moments that can be shared through social media, but the ones of progress that happen behind the scenes and the little magic moments or random acts are so special to me. I truly think that the little things ultimately end up becoming the big things, whether it's in dance, relationships, or personal growth. And sometimes it's not always extravagant or beautiful and filtered. Sometimes it happens right at your bathroom sink, just like Katie said. So today I challenge you to look for those little random moments. Maybe they've been passing you by and we just haven't been opening up our eyes and being open to seeing them, but find those opportunities where maybe you've improved just a little bit. Maybe you're brushing your teeth and you're working on your Eleve, or maybe you're making your food and you're noticing that you're getting it done a little bit faster than what you usually do because you've started up a new and awesome routine that's efficient. Whatever it may be, I wish you all the best on your Mindful Monday, and as always, happy dancing.
Thanks for listening today. And tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.